James 3, 5, and 6 in the message, it says, it only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world. Turn harmony to chaos. Throw mud on a reputation. It says, send the whole world up in smoke and go up and smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of Hades. Isn't that something? That's how powerful your tongue is. Words coming out of your mouth. Verse 7, this is scary. You, <coughs> you can tame a, a tiger or a lion, but you cannot tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild, a wanton killer. With our tongue, we bless God, our Father. With the same tongue, we curse the very men and women he made in his image. Curses and blessings out of the same mouth. Something wrong with that picture. But you know what? It does happen. You hear people say, oh, all these lovely things. But don't catch them wrong. They'll be over in the corner talking about same people. Same ones that God created in his image. Talking about them like a dog. Really? We have to be very careful what comes out of our mouth. I wanted to share that because the Lord told me to. Because he wants us to be careful of what comes out of our mouths. You know, in Joshua 1 and 8 in Amplified, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. And how all that comes is by what you speak over yourself and over every situation in your life. We can't just casually just say things out of our mouth and think it's not going to happen. It will, because of who we are. Once you become saved, a child of God, that means you're like him. So the same power he has, when he speaks, things happen, you got the same power. Good or bad. So if you say something negative, guess what? It's coming back to you. I just want you to know that. You could be riding down the highway, pressed for time. Oh my God, this traffic, I can't, Guess what, you'll be sitting there a while. But if you turn around and say, angels, I need you to get this traffic moving, I've got to get to my destination. I said, move it now. And I guarantee you that traffic will start moving. I've seen it happen over and over again. I've seen it happen for the good. I've seen it happen not so good by what came out of my mouth. If I don't like the weather, I speak against it. I'm telling you. You think I'm joking. I'm, I'm so serious. I looked at the window yesterday. It was raining. I said, oh, no, no, no. I don't care if they say it's going to rain all day. It is not going to rain all day. I said, it's going to stop raining. I said, I got people out there that need to move around, and this rain will slow them down, so you need to shut it down. Do you hear me, angels? Shut it down. I said, I am so concerned about the sun coming out. If the sun don't want to come out, that's fine, but the rain must stop. And you know what? The rain stopped, didn't it? It wasn't my imagination. Because even when I had to go out, it was not raining. And I said, Lord, I thank you. So everything you speak over will obey what you speak. 
Good or bad, that's what you have to understand. So that's right, what I have to remind you how important it is that what comes out of your mouth is the right words. If you want prosperity, you've got to speak that over. If you're tired of lack, you've got to speak over it. You can't just keep saying things out of, shooting out of your mouth and think it's okay. It is not okay. If you don't like the way things look, speak God's word over it and it will change. It will change for your good. Your job is not flowing like you want it, speak over it. Maybe that's not the job for you. Tell the Lord the kind of job you want. If you're not making enough money, tell him how much money you want to make. You ain't got to be, it's not going to break its bank. I guarantee you. Some people, oh, I don't know if I should ask for that kind of money. I remember one time we had asked the question, how much money people would want? And I remember a young lady says, oh, a million dollars? Child, that's way too much money. I said, I just shook my head. I said, wow, a million dollars? And she had the nerve to say, well, I'll be a millionaire. I said, baby, no, you won't. You think if you have one million dollars, you're going to be called a millionaire? I don't think so. You'll just be a person that has a million, and then when they take the taxes out, it'll be even less than that. I said, how selfish in your thinking and your speaking that a million dollars will be okay with you. Not knocking it, but let me tell you something. <laughs> Today, it ain't going to do very much. You need to be asking for a whole lot more. And don't worry, the Lord already knows what your intentions are with that million dollars that you're asking for. So don't ever think that you ask for something he don't know what you got in mind of doing. If you're not going to pay your tithe, let me tell you something. I don't mean to get off on this, but I'm going to say it. If you don't pay tithes on this stuff you got right here, do you really think he would send that kind of money your way? He can't trust you with a little bit. I knew it was going to get quiet. But it's true. It is the truth. You need to hear it. We need to stop tipping God. He said a tenth, not a tip, a tenth of all your increase. That means whatever coming to you, he wants a tenth of it. Now me, when I get paid, I pay on my gross. I do not pay on my net. Because see, net, me, everybody in the world, whoever got to come out, they coming out first. See, they don't trust you. Uncle Sam, especially he don't trust you. He going to get his first. And all those other things, health benefits, insurance, all that's got to come out. So all that keeps chipping away at what you earn. He said, all your increase. You earned the gross. Now, if you're still tipping God off of your net, let's make some adjustments and see what God will start doing in your finance. I am telling you, I have never, I don't care how tight it's gotten, how close, the Lord has always smiled on me and came through with a surplus, not just enough, more than enough. And I said, Lord, I thank you. Like the elder said today, the Lord wants to see if he can trust you. Yes, Lord, you can trust me. I'm going to do I don't care how anybody feels about it. This is what the word said, and that's what I'm going to do. There's no sense speaking the word, and you know you are not doing what you're supposed to do. Speak the word of God, and let me tell you, it will work for you. It will work. Don't be afraid. You don't have to look all sad because I'm talking about money. You don't have to look all sad. The gas prices... Those prices are coming down. I speak it every day. I mean, they're down in the twos, aren't they? Down in the twos. And the thing is, I said, that's good. I said, I want them down in the twos for premium gas. Because, see, I burn premium. It's nice that y'all got it down in the twos for the regular, but I'm talking about down in the twos for the premium. 
Because see, the premium, that's, see, their price is always higher, at least 20 cents higher than the other. I said, Lord, I am going to speak over this and keep speaking. And you know what? They are coming down. And I thank them every day. I said, Lord, thank you. The prices are coming down. See, that's more money in your pocket. See, because the Lord don't want us wasting our money. I said, Lord, I don't feel good having to put money in and shooting out the tailpipe. I ain't getting nothing out of that. But to my destination, I got better things to do with that money besides just shooting it in and then shooting out the other end. And we should feel that way about everything that's going on in our life. Everything we say, it is so important. And what you need to understand is don't be chiming in. You may say, oh, people are talking and you can just jump right in. When you sit there and go, mm-hmm, yeah, that's right. You know what you're doing? Talking out of both sides of your mouth. Did you know that? Well, if you don't know, you know it today. When you agree with what somebody else is saying and you know you don't believe that, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You are a believer and you need to shut that down. If you just sit there and they, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Keep your mouth shut. Don't sit there and agree with them just so it'll look right. No, just shut your mouth. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody can't talk, they shouldn't be talking at the same time because if they do, somebody's not listening to somebody. You don't agree with it, don't say anything. What you say in private, you should be able to say in public. Now, we went out to lunch the other day and everybody's sitting there, they chime right in, right with the food. Now I had a young lady across from me who you know, says she's a believer. And she looked at me so strange because I said, excuse me, I have to pray over my food. And she had already huffed hers down. And she says, oh, I said, oh, it's okay. I'm not here to condemn. I said, but I have to pray over this. I said, you know what? I don't know who's in the kitchen or what's in the kitchen with them. So I'm gonna pray over this before I put it in this body. So think about that. Don't be so shamed that when you are out with people that you don't want to say, because you don't know what's going on in that kitchen. I'm telling you, you have no idea. You need to pray before. See, you pray at home, you don't have no problem. But what you do when you're out there in public? Do people know you're a believer? What you do in private, you need to be able to do in public so everybody know who you are. Speak the same words. Don't be ashamed. Man, every time I turn around, if it's not one thing or another, I said, no, I do not agree with that. I stop them. I put my hand up, and they said, well, I said, I do not agree with that. Well, this school is not making no money. They're almost broke. I said, I do not agree with that, and I'm going to stop you right there. Because before I was just like, you know, I wouldn't say anything because I was a little annoyed with the way things were going. The Lord said, you better open up your mouth and say something. I said, Lord, forgive me. No, I don't agree with that. I said, they're going to have more students than they've ever had in the history because I'm here. I said, now that I'm on board, things are going to change. And you should feel the same exact way. Don't walk around here in lack. Don't do it, saints. When bills come, speak over them. Paid in full. The pastor's been teaching on that. But if you don't say anything, you may get here and say it. And then when the bill comes in the mail, oh, man, now where am I going to get the money from? See, talking out of both sides of your mouth. Which one is it? I believe God's going to make the way for me because he said in his word, I'm a tither. Remind yourself you're a tither. But I guess if you don't tithe, you can't really say that, can you? Oops. I told y'all, when I speak, it ain't going to be a jumping up and down, make you happy message. But it'll be a message that'll get your attention, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you grow, not to beat up on you. It's to, let me tell you, I, I got this first. I got mine beat first, you know, because I needed that wake-me-up call. I said, Lord, thank you. You are absolutely right. God, you know you're right. 
And ain't no such thing, I'm so self-righteous. Well, hmm, he ain't talking to me. Yeah, he is talking to me. What? You had that? Yeah, he talked to me about that. You talked out of both sides of your mouth? Sure did. I sure did. Lord, I thank you. I know it's already done something. Come on. Oh, God, I don't believe this. Okay, babe, which one is it? You don't believe this? Oh, oh, thank you, God. It's already done. Lord, I thank you. It's one or the other. It is one or the other. Lord, I really do want a new car. But, man, you see the prices? Oh, ain't no way. And my car, oh, it's not going to happen. Okay, which one is it? Do you want the new car or, do you, or, or not? It's one or the other. Don't worry about how much it costs, what your credit's like. Do you or don't you want the vehicle? That's right. You want the vehicle. It got pending running up. I mean, let me tell you, we're heading into 2015. So there's plenty of them brand new off, the, off, off the assembly line. Do you want one? And what kind do you want? Build that thing. See, that's so, they're so sweet now, they'll say you can go online and build your car. Right, right. So you can put what kind of interior you want, what kind of wheels you want, all the packages, you can throw all that stuff in there. Hey, that's what the Lord wants us to do. Speak that thing. Yeah. Build it every day. Hallelujah. Build your life. Build your world. Yeah. This is how you make your world with this right here. Your mouth. You change and you make your world. You, you rearrange things. Things not looking right, you rearrange that thing by the word of God that comes out of your mouth. You have to do it. Don't look for the pastors to do it. Don't look for the... We're here to show you. We're here to teach you. We're here to help you. But when it comes to the work, you must do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Open your mouth. You know how many times people have to tell you, man, I wish you'd shut up. Because you're saying something they don't want to hear. But let me tell you something. If you would turn that around, use that same energy, and speak the word of God, yeah. oh, my God. Blessings would be at your door. I mean, you could, everywhere you went, you went to the window, you went to the front door, back, the blessings just be standing there waiting. Yeah. Just waiting for you to open that door and let them just come gushing in. You can have anything you want. Do you hear me? But what is coming out of this mouth? I said, Lord, thank you. Forgive me. I am going to do much better in this area. You may take this light and may say, yeah, okay, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. You can say it all you want, but let me tell you something. You're going to be thankful for this word very shortly, right. I guarantee you. Right. Something is waiting for you today, and this message is going to jump large in your face. You say, oh, wait, whoa, wait a minute. Now, what's she telling me I'm supposed to do now? Just mark my word. You don't even have to tell me. It's going to come. Today, something's going to show up, and you're going to need this. So listen. The blessing of God is released through words. When God blessed man, he spoke words over him. So likewise, we must speak the blessing over ourselves and our children. I told you all that last week, and I'm so serious. It is so much stuff going on in these schools, I'm telling you. They're talking about all these high school kids, like three of them just dropped dead, playing sports. I said, Lord, now somebody should have been speaking over those kids. Somebody should have been speaking life over those children. But apparently somebody was not. It is our job to speak over our children. Don't let them leave the house until you bless them. Do you hear what I say? Now, the Jewish people, they speak over their children and their family every day. 
They don't leave the house until they're blessed. What's wrong with us? Get on out of here. Girl, you better go ahead and catch that bus. You ain't thank God for them, ain't blessed them, won't even hug them, don't even kiss them. Don't, Sometimes don't even tighten, make sure the head looking right. Just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, don't just send your children out like that. They're not equipped. They're, they're not suited up for what's, gonna, what's out there. You need to bless your children before they leave the house. Bless your spouse. I told you last week, don't take it for granted that you're going to see him again. You don't know what is out there. You need to make sure when they leave that house, they leave suited up. You bless them. You speak over them. Speak prosperity. Speak favor over them. Speak favor over your household. Lord, I thank you today. Money is coming in this house. I say it every day. I said favor is coming in this house, Mo. We got money coming in this house in abundance. I said prosperity. I said everywhere your feet touch today and mine is blessed. I said people are going to be so glad we showed up there. I say that every day. I said, Lord, I thank you for expected and unexpected income coming in. Because let me tell you something about that expected and unexpected. Now, somebody tell you they're going to mail you a check. You're expecting that. So what did you do? Every day you're checking that box. Now, what happens when you think, now, I done gave you enough time, and that check hasn't arrived, now what you saying? Are you still expected, or now you're going to start woofing about something? See what I'm saying? Because, see, it happens. See, that's that expected. You, you got all this energy because you know they told you it's going to be there. But what about the ones that fly through there that you didn't even know was coming? Did you speak about that? No, but you need to. Because let me tell you something, there are more unexpected that will come than the expected. Think about that. Because see, the expected is for one thing, once a month, maybe every two weeks. That's it. That's expected. It's got a time frame. Unexpected, man, that comes anytime. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Let me tell you. It's those unexpected ones that really knock you off your feet. The expected one, oh yeah, I know that. You don't even check it like, yeah, okay. But the unexpected, oh my God. Saints, start opening your mouth about them unexpected coming in your door. Unexpected wealth. Unexpected favor. There may, have, may be a phone call you need to make and you shaking in your boots. Oh Lord, if I call them, they're not going to understand. They're not going to cut me a break. Don't say that. Don't say that. Lord, I thank you. I'm going to make this call. You're going to give me favor, and the right person is going to be on the other end. And they're going to receive what I'm saying. And they're going to give me favor. Lord, I thank you for it. Dial that number and say what the Lord tell you to say. Guarantee he'll turn that around because you spoke the right words. Don't just jump in. Yeah, well, let me just go on call and get this thing over with. No, no, don't do that. You wait and you listen. And you let the Lord tell you what you need to say. And he will word your mouth. Like I said, you may be shaking, starting to have a big old knot in your throat. Just take your time, swallow. Lord, word my mouth. <laughs> Give me what to say. Hey, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. Just recently been there. But you know what the Lord gave me favor? And I thank him for it. We should be smiling today because the Lord is taking time to tell us, stop talking out of both sides of your mouth. You are my child. You're supposed to say what I say. Yeah. Nothing more. You say what I say. 
every family has their own thing. They do. They know how they build that. Look, you're a Weddington. You, we don't act like that. We heard that all our life. This is what a Weddington's are supposed to act like. And that's the way you better, you better sit your tail down. You ain't going to be running around doing this, that. Weddington's don't do that. And you know what? We didn't. Everybody else is chosen, but not the Weddingtons. The Weddingtons were sitting there like little soldiers because we knew good and well if we wanted to live another day, we better be sitting there like we were instructed to do. We went to folks' house. We couldn't move. My dad and mother, they looked at us. Before we go in there, let me tell you, y'all better not move. If they offer you something, you just, no thank you. You just sit there. If I give it to you, that's one thing. You better not be asking them for nothing. Do you hear me? Yes, mommy, yes, daddy. And we didn't. People say, oh, my God, I've never seen kids so manable before. They're like little soldiers. Yes, Lord, they were like little soldiers. Because we had already been, they already told us what we, you know, what's going to happen if we didn't. I know the Sunday my father pulled me out of church, took me in the back, tore me up. And all my cousins sitting there laughing. I had to go back in church. He said, now, if I see you even moving your shoulders like I tore you up, I'm going to take you back there again. I had to sit there and my cousin just laughing at me. But you know what? My dad spoke the word, and I adhere to it. If we would do the same thing what the Lord tells us to do, adhere to his word, if we would speak when he tells us to speak and say only what he tells us to say, your life would be so much better. I am telling you, you could come to fellowship with one another and have a smile on your face, and I know your brain is in this room and not down the road or on the job. Because he... I see you sitting here, but I also see your eyes are, they're, they're glazed over. Because you're thinking about stuff you got to do, things you got to do tomorrow, things you got to do today, what am I going to fix for dinner? Lord, we don't have enough money. All these things running my, oh, I don't even know if I got enough gas money for the last week of the week. All oh, the kids got to have lunch, all this, that, and all these things. I hear all this stuff while I'm sitting up here and I'm looking. I was like, Lord, hmm. It's a lot of stuff going on. But what are you speaking? What are you saying about these situations? Are you going to shut this stuff down and stop talking out of both sides of your mouth and listen and let God tell you what you need to do and understand that God is your only source, only source that you can always tap in. I don't care what. He does not run out. You don't have to worry about the job saying, you know what? We're not going to be able to pay you. Could you just hold off another? Are you kidding? You crazy? You lost your mind. I got a mortgage to pay. I got a car. My life's going to be shut up. That should not be coming out of our mouths. Say, Lord, I thank you because my way of escape is already made. And you know what else is so good about God? If you want promotion on your job, you ask God about it. Because, see, God don't have to get permission from no man to promote you. I love that. He will promote you. People be like, now, how'd that happen? He did it. You can come in last. You'll be first. See, now, why does it seem like all things always work out good because they're supposed to? Because I speak before I leave. I do. I tell my daughter, travel in mercy. And when she has to go to certain locations, I said yesterday, I said, I want a legion of 12 foot angels to go with her everywhere she goes. 
I was so serious. So that when she walks where she had to walk, I want them to see 12 foot angels encamped around her. So if y'all thinking about anything, you'll run the other way. I'm serious. And you need to say that. Because they're waiting, angels are waiting to minister for us. We don't even give anything to do. Honey, our angels done laid down and went to sleep and then took their wings and covered up as a cover and took the other one and made it as a pillow. Y'all ain't getting nothing to do. Ain't speaking nothing. Talking about speaking out both sides of your mouth, those brothers went like this. Because one day you're talking this and next you're talking that. So this is what they're doing. No, take your hands down. I got work for you to do. Speak God's word. Do you hear me? Today, Lord, I thank you. I'm going to stop speaking out of both sides of my mouth. I must stop speaking out of both sides of my mouth. You have to. Saints, you have to. If you have spoken words that are contrary to God or his operation, quickly repent. Make the necessary adjustments and get back on course. You're human. You're going, to, you're going to say things that you shouldn't say. Stop it. Repent. Lord, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Lord, this is what I meant to say. And watch God turn that thing around for you. You can't just let it stay out there. You, you can't afford to let that happen. Your words carry so much weight. Don't think it does not. I mean, and your kids, I told y'all last week, kids listen to you. You got a whole other generation listening. And you know what? You got to understand something else. That Satan, <laughs> he is after your words. He wants you to say the wrong thing so bad. Oh, please say the wrong thing so I get my imps working. Just say the wrong thing. Because see, that's his job. That's his job. He can't do nothing with the word of God. If the word of God is coming at your mouth, he can't do nothing with that. But man, you start talking that negative stuff, boy, he is smiling like nobody's business. Oh, that's right. Oh, really? That's the way you feel about it? Good, now I can start. Please, stop talking out of both sides of your mouth. Don't get saved, no ammunition. Say what God says despite the circumstances. I don't care what's going on. Speak God's word. Lord, I thank you because you said you'll supply all my needs. Lord, I thank you. You said there's nothing impossible for you. That should be coming out of your mouth. I don't care what it looks like. We are not supposed to trust man. We're supposed to trust God. You don't have to kiss up to nobody. Oh, wait a minute. I better be careful how be... No. Trust God. Trust God. Do you hear me? Trust God. I don't care what it looks like. Trust God. I have to say that again. Because your mouth determines your destination. Your mouth determines your destination. If you don't like the path you're on, speak God's word and change it. You ever be driving along and then all of a sudden a sign will come up, they'll show maybe an arrow going some kind of way. That means, okay, wait a minute, the pattern's about to change. So now you're gonna have to slow up because you can't continue to drive if you're doing 55, they throw an arrow up there that means you better slow down, number one, because the pattern of the road is going to change. You can continue to try to do 55 if you want to, and then all of a sudden, you got this and that going on. You're going to tear up something. You hear me? You will tear up something. 
And that's what happens in your life. You got signs shooting up here and there. And you know what? You go right on past it. Child, I don't care. Really? Not me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No. Wrong words. That don't affect me. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. Believe me. Don't think it won't. It will. If you're not speaking God's word over your life, I'm telling you. Because, see, the enemy, he is running to and fro on this earth. Do you hear me? To see how much he can tear up things, tear up homes, tear up marriages. And God is searching yes. to and fro on this earth to see who he can show himself strong to. And you know how he shows himself strong? By what's coming out of your mouth, which it better be his word. That's what gets God's attention. His word coming out of your mouth because he has to perform his word. It's a must. He can't get around it. He has to. Do you hear me, saints? The pastor was talking about the building. I said, that's right, and the members too. Right. Calling both in together. Members that's going to stay, be committed. That's what we're calling for. That's right. That's what we're supposed to be saying. Anybody can repeat after somebody. No. What's coming out of your mouth should be the word of God. And what you say, you're supposed to believe that thing. Yes. Don't say it light and casually. Yeah, I believe God. No, open up your mouth. I want to hear it. Yes. You don't have to be ashamed. I trust God. I believe God. I don't care what it looks like. God is not going to let me be made ashamed. He's not going to let you be made ashamed. He's not going to let you be made ashamed. He's going to let none of y'all be made ashamed. Do you understand me? No, the other fellow, oh, don't you do that? If you do that, and you know what? Oh, this gets me. People calling up, asking somebody's opinion. Put the phone down. Stop asking folks. Lord, that just burns my bacon. You hear me? I get so annoyed. Well, I call my friend. What? Did you talk to God? No, I got to call family. I, no, you don't. No, you need to call Jesus. You need to speak the word of God. Family, listen, I love family. I got family. But you're supposed to seek God first. Not their opinion, because let me tell you something. Their opinion ain't nowhere close to what you're thinking. And sometimes you'll get and you'll be sitting there, yeah, you're right. And inside you're like, I ain't believe that. So, okay, so why you sit there shaking your head like you agree with it? Now you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You don't believe that? Then say, you know what? I don't mean no harm, but I don't believe that. Stop him right there. You believe in God for that kind of house? Child, you know you ain't going to get no house like that. Well, why you tell him in the first place? They ain't gonna put you, no, they want you somewhere in some kind of area where it ain't fit for you. That's where they see you. And when they are so surprised when you've kept your mouth shut around them and you and God have been connecting, when you show the manifestation. So no, this is what the Lord has blessed me with. I never thought you wanted nothing like that. You sure didn't. You thought you wanted to put me down there, down the hill. Down in the hood, that's where you wanted me. Oh, no. My daddy had much better than that for me. See what I'm saying? So you don't have to be talking to family, getting their opinion, how they feel about it. We don't care about how they feel about it. It's between me and God. Because God always wants much better for you than you can even imagine. Dare ask or think. Dare to ask it. Do you hear me? Just dare to ask him. I dare to ask him. When we were coming up, see that sister right there? 
that little one right there, Pastor Dora. We always use Pastor Dora. Dora, you go ask Daddy. He'll do it. Dora, you go ask Daddy. He'll do it. And guess what? She did. Guess what? He did. Because, see, we were afraid to go and ask Daddy. But we knew if Dora asked Daddy, there's no way in the world he going to look at Dora and say, mm-mm. She went asking for five. And you know what? We were all blessed because of Pastor Dora. And still being blessed today because of Pastor Dora. Because she was willing to speak on our behalf. We got the same kind of father. I saw a pastor and he was saying that when we go to the Lord, you know why we, we raise our hands? Because we're looking for him to pick us up. And that's what we're supposed to do. It's like a child. When they come to you, they want you to pick them up. What do they do? Don't they lift them little hands? And what do you do? You pick them up? Well, what do you think about God? Sometimes you can't even get your mouth open. You're hurting so bad. If you just raise your hands. I mean, Lord, just pick me up. I just need you to pick me up. I'm in a place I, I'm, I'm hurting so bad I can't even say nothing. You know what? He'll pick you up. He'll pick you up, hold you, and then he will place you where you need to be. He will turn that situation around for you. That's what I love about God. And I'm learning more and more. You don't have to be afraid to go to him. Like I was afraid. Now, my father never did nothing to me, never turned us down, gave us more than we should have had. But yet still, I was afraid to go to my father and ask him for anything. I don't know why. I just, I just was that way. And sometimes it rolls over it's my spiritual life that I'm like, should I go to the last of the Lord about that? Or should I just try to make my way? Because I think I can see myself through this, so I don't really have to go to him. And that's something we got to stop doing just because we have been doing it so long, we figured out how to do it on our own, so we figured, oh, I got this. I don't have to ask the Lord. Yeah, you do. Still ask him. Still speak to him about the situation. And watch him do it. It'll be so much better, and you'll still have a surplus. We got to stop that, especially single people. Because we have been in front of it so long, we just figure, I got to make a way. I got to do this by myself. No, you got a partner. And he don't want you stressing, believe me. Just like the marriage don't want their partner stressing, well, guess what? Our partner don't want us stressing either. And he got the better answer for all of us. Every last one of us. He wants the best for us, and he has the best for us. But we got to stop talking out of both sides of our mouth. From this moment on, and I've got nowhere near what I was supposed to speak about. But you know what? I'm excited that God is teaching me. They stop talking to both sides of your mouth. And as soon as you do things that you have feared at this age, we're going to shut it down. You don't have to be afraid to ask me. You don't have to be afraid to say it. Speak. Yes, because it's in your heart, so you might as well go ahead and say it out your mouth because that's what you really want, what's in here. Speak it. Speak the right words. He is waiting. His ears are open, waiting to hear his word. And as soon as he does, believe me, you'll see your life change. So let's make another promise today. Lord, I thank you that I'm going to stop speaking out of both sides of my mouth. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 